Welcome to Nocturnal Journal here on WGN. And on the phone is our longtime friend, Jennifer Fahey, Communications Director at FarmAid. How you doing, Jen? Um, well, Dave, thank you. I'm glad to be here. It's been a while. And uh, FarmAid this year is at Alpine Valley in East Troy, Wisconsin on September 21st. That is correct. We can't wait, and we're under the three-week mark now. Right. So uh, for <laughs> listeners who may be new to this, can we just do Farm Aid 101, talk about how and why it started in 85 and uh, how it's grown and some of the issues you have to handle today? Sure. Well, Farm Aid was started in 1985 by Willie Nelson, John Mellencamp, and Neil Young. And um, Willie, um, you know, he knew something was going on in the country that needed some attention. And um, he felt that it wasn't being given uh, the attention it needed. So he um, brought on Neil and John Mellencamp and 51 other artists to play a concert to raise money and awareness for family farmers. Right here in Champaign-Urbana, right. Right, yep. And um, the farmers were facing foreclosure. They were being um, removed from the land um, at, you know, by the hundreds of thousands. And Willie said, this isn't right. So uh, the urban legend, or the rural legend, as it may be, um, (laughs) is that it came together in about six weeks um, some people say eight weeks, but regardless, it came together very quickly. It was a one-day show with 54 acts on one stage uh, before 78,000 folks in, Sherp- in Champaign, Illinois. And um, Willie and, and John and Neil today say that they never intended it to go on the way it has for 34 years. They were just doing a concert and uh, and then going to Capitol Hill to continue to raise awareness and call for some policy changes. And year after year, Willie still saw a need to bring people together around this issue and and to raise money and raise awareness. And uh, that's why we're still here 34 years later. Um, Unfortunately, right now, we're in a situation pretty similar to that of 1985 in terms of farmers once again being in crisis and earning um, way below what they should be earning for the incredibly hard work that they do for all of us. So, um, yeah, September 21st is our show, and we'll be raising awareness about the fact that farmers are earning about 50% less than what they were earning in 2013, um, that they're struggling with incredibly uh, terrible weather impacts from climate change and extreme weather events. And with uh, man-made disasters in, in the uh, realm of you know trade policies and tariffs that have really wreaked havoc on export markets um, that our farm policy encourages farmers to grow as much food as possible for so um, yeah farmers are in a pickle and and we'll be there to talk about those issues but also celebrate the hard work they do and hopefully encourage them to to keep on farming because we all need them so much very good. I mean, I did bring in a, a, a bunch of notes, a boatload of notes here, but uh, some of the stuff I've seen is American farmers are suffering their worst years in decades because of the tariffs imposed by China on U.S. soybeans, pork, and other products. Farm income is half of what it was six years ago. And now this is interesting, with some of the Chinese market possibly lost forever, as buyers there find new suppliers in Russia, Brazil, and elsewhere. Uh, so can you elaborate on that a little bit? 
Yeah, um, you know, unfortunately, we didn't learn our lesson from the 1980s farm crisis. Uh Um, That came about as a result of government policies encouraging farmers to grow as much food as possible for export markets. And um, when those markets didn't uh, pan out and interest rates rose and land values dove, um, farmers were left holding the bag and, and they owed millions on um, on mortgages, and, and that's why many of them were lost during that time. Uh, today, the same policies are at work. Uh, we're still encouraging farmers to grow as much as possible for these export markets, and a lot of the farmers that we work with say that's not what they want to do. Um, you know, the slogan is feed the world. Right. Uh, U.S. farmers feed the world, and, and that sounds like a, a valiant um, mission that we should all be behind, and yet in reality... If we're focused more on feeding our own selves um, and allowing other countries to do the same for their citizens, we're going to create a better agricultural system that benefits family farmers and our rural communities and our soil and water and all the things we care about. Now, you came aboard in 2002, right? I did, yes. Good memory. <laughs> <laughs> we had a co-byline in uh, the book. We did. The, I, was we look, did. I, I was looking at the book. We, we co-wrote the Neil Young chapter, you and me. Um, that was fun yeah um but uh why did you i don't know if i've ever asked you this how did you join and why did you join up with farm aid um well i was um a a leftover from the dot-com boom and um it left a bad taste in my mouth and i I really wanted to do nonprofit work and uh, farm aid was hiring it was a job that i was qualified to do um having volunteered for years in a nonprofit organization. And um, I didn't know anything about farming. And my first vacation that I took, actually, in the summer of 2003 uh, was to go work on a farm for a week. And, oh, really? Uh, Where was that? Yeah, that, that was in western Massachusetts. Okay. And um, I'm thrilled to say the farmer and I are still good friends, and he comes to Farm Aid now. Um, Not every year, but as much as he can. And um, it was a great experience. And I've been hooked ever since. I am so gifted or um, blessed to have this kind of job where I get to, you know, spread the mission of Farm Aid and work with farmers and work with artists and work with journalists and policymakers and you name it. Um, We connect with those people and it's all about bringing something good to fruition. So I love it. Um. We're gonna. I got one more question. We'll take a break here, and then uh, we'll come back and, and maybe handicap the lineup and uh, talk about tickets okay. and stuff. But uh, why Wisconsin this year? Well, uh, a number of reasons. Um, as you know, um, the Farm Aid process of finding the venue each year is complicated. It comes down to where the artists are touring, um, where is going to be a good place for Farm Aid to have an effective fundraising event, because that is our bottom line first mission. Uh, The work that, or the money that we raise supports our work throughout the year and the work of uh, hundreds of organizations across the country. So it's really important for us to have a successful show. And um, in the case of Wisconsin, um, it also fit the bill that Willie says any venue has to, which is uh, they want us. <laughs> he says, we go where we're wanted. Um, and so, you know, we, we look to see what are the farm issues on the ground in that area that we can highlight, um, what, what's the help that we can bring to farmers to highlight some of these issues, good and bad. Um, we always want to highlight opportunities. In the case of Wisconsin, um, the dairy crisis is hitting the, hard, the state really hard, and we wanted to highlight that. Um, 
Last year, Wisconsin lost two dairy farms per day. Um, and, you know, that's the level of farm bankruptcies that we saw in the 80s, nearly. Um, so we, we wanted to call attention to that. The venue is a perfect fit for us, too. We've long wanted to go to Alpine Valley. Um, it's a storied venue. We can pack a, a good crowd in there. Um, it's beautiful. You look across from the top of the lawn and you see a corn silo. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, and you're surrounded by dairy farms. Um, but, you know, it comes down to a lot of things, but um, mostly this year we wanted to be in a place where we could really highlight the the urgency of the situation um, in that if we can't turn these prices around for farmers, we're going to keep on losing them and, and we can't afford to do that. I'm going to throw one more stat out. And this is from a New York Times article I clipped uh, from April 2019, April 27th to be exact. Uh, yeah, in 2018, 49 Wisconsin farms filed uh, for bankruptcy, the highest of any state in the country, according to the American Farm Bureau Federation. So it's a very smart idea to have it. In Wisconsin's a very timely place. It is. It is. Um, and lucky for us, another one of our missions is all about serving family farm food at our festival. And um, they have tremendous food. Oh, yeah. So, um, yeah, we can talk about that a little bit later, too. <laughs> no, we never, we, we never get too political here on Nocturnal Journal, but Wisconsin's a pivot point in the 2020 election. Don't you think so? Absolutely. <laughs> <Yeah>. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. On that, we're going to take a break, okay? Okay, Jeff? <laughs> Sounds good. All right, we'll be back with more on Nocturnal <laughs> Journal. We handicapped Farm Aid this year at Alpine Valley in East Troy, Wisconsin. I am an old woman Named after my mother My old man is another Welcome back to Nocturnal Journal on WGN, and we have Farm Aid Communications Director Jennifer Fahey on the line. How you doing, Jen? Very well. How are you? I'm okay. So let's handicap the artists uh, for this year on on September 21st. Uh, we've got the main the four board members: Willie, John, Neil Young, and Dave Matthews, with Tim Reynolds. Talk about some right. of the other people that'll that'll be performing. Okay, well, we're very excited to have Bonnie Raitt back this year. She last played the Farm Age show at that epic show in 1990 in Indy. Um, and she's been a long supporter of Farm Aid, so we're thrilled to have her back. Uh, we have new to the Farm Aid stage, and actually new to the world stage, I guess, um, Luke Combs, who just busted out of uh, Nashville this year and has been selling tickets like crazy. We're very excited about him. Um, and then we have a real uh, stable of talent who are Farm Aid supporters who come back each and every year now. Uh, Nathaniel Rateliff and the Night Sweats, Margot Price, Jamie Johnson, uh, Lucas Nelson and Promise of the Real, who, of course, Lucas Nelson is Willie Nelson's son, and Particle Kid, um, who is Micah Nelson, Willie's other son, Micah. Um, and then we've got some other... Axe, another one coming back after a long hiatus, Tanya Tucker. Yeah, who she's on the played in. Yeah, she's on the comeback trail. Her new album's great. Yeah, yeah, it's really great. I cannot wait for her energy to hit the Farm Aid stage. I think she's going to be amazing. And you know, she played in 1985, um, the first show. So 
That's pretty cool. Um, we have brothers Osborne um, who have been touring with Willie and are going to be great. And also Yola, who we're super excited about. Um, she's a British artist that is breaking out this year, and um, her vibe is super cool, and I think she's going to be a big hit with the Farm Aid crowd. Um, and we've also recently announced Ian Mellencamp, who is a nephew of John Mellencamp. Oh, really? And I didn't know that. played a couple of Farm Aid shows as well. Yeah. I'm real excited about Yola. Um, I, I know, oh, you know her. her. Yeah, and my buddy Pat yeah. McLaughlin from Nashville, he's been on the show. He's, he's got a couple songs uh, on her record. You know, like, oh, it comes out of the Dan right. Allock camp and stuff. So, yeah, I'm really excited about seeing her. That'll be, that'll be really, really Yeah, cool. she seems like a sweetheart, and um, I think it's going to – it's going to be the right kind of vibe for like you know afternoon at Alpine Valley. And um, what time? I don't even know this. What time does the show begin? It is a full day show, so doors will open at noon. The music will start shortly thereafter, and we're going to go till a little bit past eleven p.m. And it sold out fast. It did. Yep, it sold out quickly. Um, we have a capacity of about about thirty thousand folks. Um, we're just loosening up some production holds. So um, for folks who missed out on tickets, I would say um, check LiveNation.com and you might see some appear there shortly. Um, and in addition to the music that happens all day on the, on the stage, we have uh, our Homegrown Village and Homegrown Concessions, which are two other headlining acts at Farm Aid. Um, the Homegrown Village runs from the time doors open till about 5, and that is an area where Festival goers can dig in to activities about food and farming. Um, they can uh, take part in demonstrations about making cheese and um, all kinds of really fun hands-on activities. They can learn about the issues that farmers are up against, from corporate consolidation to um, you know taking care of our water and soil and climate change. And uh, it's a really fun interactive area, and um, it's great for kids too. By the way, we are a family-friendly festival, so we hope folks are bringing their families out. Um, And the other thing is our homegrown concessions. So we actually source all of the ingredients for our concessions and our catering. So front of house and back of house, it all comes from family farm sources. And it's honestly the best food that you'll ever eat at a festival event. Um, (laughs) And as it turns out, the farmers who grow the food are usually at the show, too. So um, you might get to meet the farmer who grew the apple that you get to enjoy or, um, or the hot dog. So... Uh, how, bring an appetite. How, how can people keep in touch with you guys? Websites and and keep in touch with uh, advocacy things that are going on in your world. Give, give me some websites. Yeah, yeah. Farmaid.org is our website. Um, you can sign up in particular for action alerts so that you can stay up on the policy issues that we ask um, folks to engage in so that we can create some better policy for family farmers and eaters. Um, of course, we're on all the social media places, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff. Um, yeah, and uh, the festival is the best place. Uh, that That is a really unique uh, event that we are so lucky to have um, because we, I think you've seen it yourself, Dave, people come to the show and they have these experiences that they take home with them and it helps, um, you know, really connect them to mm-hmm. the roots of their food and to farmers. And, you know, before you know it, they're going to the farmer's market every weekend or they're signing up for a farm share um, and they're making changes that make a huge difference. Yeah, connection. The connection is really, really 
uh, meaningful, yeah. really important. Um, and people can exactly. watch, right? Will, will it be streamed live? Yes. Yep. So we do have a live web stream at farmaid.org, uh, and that begins at 2 p.m. Central Time. And we also have a TV show this year uh, that will air at 6.30 p.m. Central Time on Access TV. And um, Sirius XM Radio also broadcasts the entire show on Willie's channel, which is Willie's Roadhouse. Oh, that's a great channel. Um, so, yeah, yeah, it is. You hear Hank um, Snow and stuff like that on that channel. Hank Snow and Will yeah. Haggard. And yeah, that's, that's what country Exactly, country. and it's... <laughs> It's amazing yeah. how that music has just, I have friends who say, oh, we were just in the car listening to Willie's station. And, and these are people that, you know, that as far as I know, are not country fans. Um, and they're listening to this old outlaw country music that is, to me, the original country, you know. And it's amazing how much it has um, it just made this resurgence. It's awesome. We're going to take one more break. And we're going to come back and wrap it up with a, a, a tribute to um, a, a very important member of the Farm Aid family. Um, so don't go away on Nocturnal Journal on WGN. There's a home place under fire tonight in the heartland. And the bankers are taking my home and my land from me. There's a big gaping hole in my chest now where my heart was And a hole in the sky where God used to be Welcome back to Nocturnal Journal on WGN and we have Farm Aid Communications Director Jennifer Fahey on the line. When we did the book, when did our book come out? Uh, oh, 20th 2005. An- it was 20th anniversary. Yeah, 20th anniversary. Yeah. Yep. And one of the most, you know, outside of, of Willie and John and those guys, um, one of the most memorable interviews we did was was with Mona Lee Brock, who passed away this year. Um, she was a great friend of fa- Farm Age. She passed away this year uh, in, in April at the age of 87. And um, she ran a, a crisis line, and Willie always called her, I think even in the book, the angel on the other side of the line. Talk about Mona and, and, and what she did and how she helped these farmers out who were really at the end of the line. Ah, Mona Lee, uh, there's no way to replace her. Mm-hmm. Um, she was from Oklahoma, and she and her husband farmed, and they went through the farm crisis, and actually they lost their farm right. in the 1980s. And uh, she had been an elementary school teacher. She had been a school principal. She had a social work degree. And those things... Um, gave her the credit she needed to um, be a volunteer at a crisis, a farm crisis center. And um, she became a suicide hotline counselor. Um, She started with a phone at her kitchen table, um, just, you know, going out and checking on farmers, giving them calls, asking if she could come by and drop off some soup and just check in on folks. Uh, Oklahoma at the time had the highest rate of farmer suicide in the country. Um, and actually, she's she's in a New York Times article from that time about the just the courage that she had um, to respond to a farmer who called her in crisis. And she'd say, OK, stay right there. I'm, I'm jumping in the truck. I'll, I'll be there in 10 minutes. Wait where you are. And then she would 
show up at the farm and, and walk into the barn not knowing what she was walking into. Um, she was the bravest person I ever met. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. I had the opportunity to ask her. We actually did a documentary film a few years ago, ago called Home Place Under Fire about Mona Lee and people like her who use their own uh, experience in the farm crisis to advocate for others. And I had the opportunity to ask her, you know, how she found the courage and, and she acted like it was no big deal. And, um, and she then actually, after the film screening in front of an audience, she um, reenacted what it was like, how she would respond to a farmer in crisis. And, um, you know, there were tears flowing yeah. in the audience. Um, it was incredible. And she was just one of these people that put everyone above herself um, and, and worked to um, bring people together and to um, make people whole again as much as she could. She was tremendous. That's, um, that's well put. And she herself, as you can tell, was extremely humble. Um, in one of the tributes about Mona Lee after she passed, um, she said, as far as I'm concerned, there's only two kinds of heroes, farmers and Willie Nelson. And uh, her friendship with Willie Nelson was famous. Um, you know, he had a photo of her um, on his bus, and she had a photo with he and her uh, framed right there next to the portraits of her kids in her living room. So oh, wow. uh, amazing person. Smart, just a smart, sharp, sharp woman. I am going to read this uh, from our book. She was talking about, I mean, this is how smart and, and just her in, intuition. I mean, she's a former elementary school teacher and children's diagnostic counselor. But she, she told us that uh, <clears throat> there was one farmer who was a suicide. She said he was as suicidal as suicide could be. So she cut a deal with the farmer. I told him, if you made some good German potato soup, would you promise to have some with me when I get there. Then while you're getting dressed, I will eat some of your potato soup, and I will take you to the VA hospital. And then the, the, he, he whispered, would you do that? And she said, I will. But have that soup made because I will not have a chance to eat lunch. And, you know, she got there, and, and she saved this man's life. It's mm-hmm. just it's – just, it's, she must have done that over and over and over again, you know. It's, yeah, and she had those little tricks yeah, right. um, to get people to hold on and to wait, you know. Um, making the soup or, or make it, having the pot of coffee ready for her. She, she knew the ways to talk to people in crisis and, um, you know, convince them that these times would pass and, and it was worth living. Just a key part of the uh, Farm Aid family, so I wanted to pay uh, tribute to her on the show. So. Yeah, and I appreciate that. Those are the folks that are behind the scenes so much, and, um, you know, they are... They are so important, and they don't get the attention that the artists do. Um, but in our little community, they are the most important people. Jen, you're the best. <laughs> Thanks Thank for taking you. your time out. Now, are you bringing your dog to Alpine Valley? <laughs> no, unfortunately, <laughs> I am not. <laughs> or maybe fortunately. <laughs> What's your dog's name? Timber. Oh, okay. All righty. Well, thanks for joining us. Jen Fahey, the uh, Communications Director of Farm Aid. We'll see you in a few weeks. Do you want want to give one more uh, wrap-up of when the show starts and how people can keep in touch with Farm Aid? And then we'll close it out. Sure, yeah. So Farm Aid uh, 2019 is happening on Saturday, September 21st at Alpine Valley Music Theater. 
Doors open at noon. The music starts shortly thereafter and goes till nearly midnight. It's a full day. Bring your appetite. Uh, bring the family. And if you didn't get your tickets, uh, check out LiveNation.com. We have some releases coming out from our production holds, and you might be able to squeeze in there. We hope to see you. Okay, thanks, Jen. Family farmers. Thanks a lot. (laughs) Okay, Okay. thank you, Dave. Take care.